The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. Start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's the Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good, uh, let's see here, excuse me, Monday morning. I didn't write it down here. Very <laughs> it feels good. like a Monday. <laughs> Monday morning to you, December 11th, 7 a.m. Brendan Pat with you on the Morning Blend. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good morning, Pat. How was your weekend? You don't have to write it down for it to be a Monday. You should just be able to tell, it, oh, it's a Monday. It but has that really, feeling. It's, it's a week filled with opportunity, Brendan. That is a very optimistic way to look at the upcoming week. I was looking at the forecast, and we have got sunshine coming. So that I am filled with optimism <laughs> because of that. Uh, we had a good amount of rain has been falling over the last week. <laughs> oh but more than I was expecting on Sunday, Saturday night into Sunday, I really heard it coming down. Everything is soggy. I mean, th- the ground is so soggy right now. It is saturated. I yeah. don't think there's room for any more. And hearing the, have you heard the, like the drains as you, as you pass oh, over sure. them? You just, it sounds like a rushing river underneath there. So where's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Good question. So, all right. I'm getting ready to be a little controversial here, Patrick. Uh-oh. So I got a question for you. When you go to mass, do you have a regular place that you sit in every Sunday or do you tend to mix it up? I mix it up. I okay. mix it up. But there have been times in the past when I had a regular place at Mass. Okay. And sat in that same spot every single week. But uh, now I intentionally mix it up. So, and I, I'll be on one side or the other side and tend to alternate. Oh, But okay. always kind of the same area of in terms of the altar you want to be a certain distance from the altar not front row oh oh no i'm catholic yeah that's right no that's right we don't sit in the front row now here's the question though then so even though you mix it up all over do you go to church and then just slide in right there on the end or do you walk to the center of your pew before you sit down? It depends on the church. Okay. If it's uh, it, usually the church where I, where I go on Sundays, it tends to have, I go early. So it tends to mm-hmm. be a small crowd and I can sit on the end. But uh, for example, uh, Friday, I went to Holy Rosary for the uh, feast day and sat in the center because I knew there were going to be people coming in and out. I got there a little early, so I sat in the center. Okay. Yeah. So that's, this is where I'm going to get a little controversial here. So people tend, especially if they are there early, and oftentimes I see people who are by themselves will come early to pray, but they'll take up that end spot. Yeah, I see that a lot. People too. don't like to slide in. And so I came to mass last week. It was me and my daughter and we had left a, a place for a person uh, at the end of our row because there was a couple of people on the inside. But somebody came late with their family and they gave me the little uh, shoe in hand, like get on in there. I'm I'm coming over. So I kind of looked, I'm like, okay, I mean, it was late, Mass had already started, so we kind of got our stuff and we scooted over. Now, it didn't kind of sit well, though, and I'm like, why am I letting myself be angry in church? Ooh. And I re- and my daughter was kind of with me on that, and I said, you know what, Ashlyn? I said, we have got to be thankful they are here. 
Absolutely. We are thank we gotta be thankful that they're here. So we I should move we should move in and, and and do that and be thankful. This time of year, it's Advent season, more people are coming, I think. Which is great. Yes. Yeah. We want you to be there. So the reminder is if you are sitting on the end and somebody comes in, especially if it's a family, you know, things happen. I saw it happen in my own household. My daughter and son in law were ready to go and the baby had a issue <laughs> we'll just call it that <laughs> okay. that had to be changed and so they're like okay we're, we'll meet you there they didn't even get into they had to stay in the back of church they weren't even there in time for for that they got there in time for mass but just no seats so just slide on in don't do the little you know sideways and then have you know four people have to step in front of you just be gracious we're glad they're there so that's my little rant for the Monday morning. Okay, but I think circumstances also can necessitate that a little bit. Well, I mean, there Some are people, people have, have to leave. Issues, Absolutely, right? yeah. it's difficult, and we need to all be aware of that. And if the person doesn't move, just say thank you. You know, I'm I'm going to step over you. Thank you. I'm real sorry. Right, and and then just kind of move in. We should be gracious though, and we should be willing to be accommodating. If we can. And whatever you do, don't drop the kneeler. No. Oh, no. That needs to be quiet for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, at, tune in tomorrow. I'll talk about the cry room. What do you got coming up today, Pat? Hey, Brenda, with the weather starting to clear out, uh, we are going to see a celestial display if, if Mother Nature cooperates. The Geminids are coming this week. What? I'll tell you more about that. These are, are, are actually green. It, it's pretty cool. So we'll tell, talk about that, and, and we'll pray for some clear skies later in the week. Okay. And, well, in past years, it's been met with some controversy. A very traditional nativity scene has been displayed at the Vatican. So I'll talk about that as well in today's show. It is the Advent season, and we should be celebrating it very, very specially. So today we start with the Vigil Project, In Need of a Savior. And you are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Please slide on down just a little. Just a little. <laughs> Spirits rejoice as we wait, as we wait for 
Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary during this Advent season. That is the Vigil Project in Need of a Savior. 7-Eleven, it's the Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. And just ahead, our good friend Julian Durko checks in to tell us about the mission of the Holy Family. And we'll check that improving weather forecast next. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day. For all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for sin, for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MaterDayRadio.com. Get ready for the coming of Christ this Advent with Mater Dei Radio's Hail Mary Media app. You'll find valuable resources for the season, including Advent Novenas, the O Antiphons, and prayerful meditations. You can even set a customized schedule of your own Advent prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also lets you tune in to the live broadcast of Mater Dei Radio and access podcasts of all our original programming, including shows not available on the radio. Plus, you can share your special intentions with our prayer team, find local holiday events on the interactive community calendar, and much, much more. Download it today. Just search Hail Mary Media in the App Store or go to materdayradio.com and follow the easy instructions. Get it now and prepare for the coming of Christ this Advent with the Hail Mary Media app from Materday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 714 at Mater Dei Radio. It's the morning blend with Brenda and Pat. We get through this morning and things are going to improve dramatically. Patchy drizzle before 10 and some areas of fog. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a high near 49 this afternoon. Cloudy tonight, low 39. And then tomorrow, I love it, mostly sunny with a high of 49. I think we're okay. going to have nice weather, at least in the middle of the week. That's what I see on the weather forecast, too. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm feeling a little soggy today from all the rain. Currently 49 degrees at Holy Redeemer Catholic and, Church in Vancouver. And hopefully you'll dry out, Brenda. 48 at St. Paul in right. Silverton.
We're well into our Advent journey now as we set eyes onto the beautiful Christmas morning and the birth of our Savior. Many parents, when they're awaiting a child, they are making plans, making preparation, and maybe have a thought or two about the future of their child. Could you imagine the thoughts that must have been running through the heads of Mary and Joseph as they set out on a mission well, to raise the Christ child, knowing what his role in our entire salvation history is going to be. Joining me today to tell us more about being on mission with Mary and Joseph, it is our good friend, Julie Andurko. Julie is host of Your Next Mission from God. And Julie is joining us today to talk about our holy family. Good morning, Julie. Thanks so much for joining me today. Good morning, Brenda. So while Joseph perhaps didn't understand everything, he was a yes man. He didn't have a whole lot to say, but he was a man of action and he cared for the Holy Family. And Joseph and Mary, well, they had a mission and it wasn't like a little mission like, okay, you're going to have these kids till you're 18. They were in charge and they were the protectors of God. God made man in Jesus Christ. So kind of tell our listeners, set the stage for these two, because they had very big role to fulfill. They did. Can you just imagine being given the the most important mission and task in all of human history? Yeah. That's amazing. And like you said, Joseph didn't understand necessarily everything that was going on. Well, Mary probably didn't either. I mean, I think things were evolved, but, but they had to say yes and take each step and see where it led. But even if they didn't understand, that didn't lessen the importance. Their yes was just as important. Like Joseph, maybe he didn't know what was coming down the pike. Mm -hmm. He didn't know, but he knew he had to do this. And if this was the son of David, the savior, the great I am, it was providential. They were Jewish. They had the prophecy. Everyone was waiting for this child to come. And now it was going to come to them. And there would be dangers involved too, and lack of funds and all kinds of things. But I think, I think in this, you know, there's so many ways you could go with this, Brenda, so many ways. And I think for today, uh, I'd like to focus on trust. Yes. Because when Jesus hits the scene in, in human history, he's recreating everything. He is the new Adam. He's, he's remaking everything that went wrong. So we can look back to Adam and Eve and see that how this is the new creation being made. Well, in the first creation with Adam and Eve, our first parents, they lacked trust. Mm. They lacked trust in the Lord that he would provide for them. And so they fell for a lie. And the catechism of the Catholic Church tells us this, that they, they, they lacked trust in the Father. And so every action came out of that, their disobedience, their pride, everything came out of a lack of trust. They thought God was holding out on them and there was something better. And they never even stuck with the plan long enough to see how it would unfold. We don't know how that plan would have unfolded, you know, but most certainly Christ would be incarnate at some point even without the fall, some believe. Mm. So we don't know and we'll never know. So the antidote then is trust. So think about it. God the Father had to have a lot of trust when Mm. he sent Gabriel to Mary and gave his son to be incarnate in her. That was a lot of trust from God. The Father, he's 
showing, okay, there was lack of trust. I'm going to, I'm going to lead this show. I'm going to trust. I'm going to show you, of course, there. And then Joseph has to trust the angel in the dream. And right. Mary has to trust, trust Joseph for her welfare when things don't often look good. I mean, think about going to Bethlehem to the census and not having a place. And she's just got to trust when it looks impossible. And she's learned to do it. She knows she's pregnant by the, by the Holy Spirit. So she's learned right out the chute, I can trust the impossible because this is humanly impossible. Right. Right. So she's learned that. So here she is ready to give birth and she's, and it looks like there's nowhere to go. And Joseph, he's got to trust too and keep trying. And it's kind of how it is with us. Like our, our virtues and our growth in love and trust, they don't mean anything unless they're tested. That's how they grow. Otherwise we really don't know if we have them or how far we've come. Right. So Mary and Joseph were tested in that trust and they passed it with flying colors, you know, and then we think about Joseph didn't say much, but he did a lot like the night that the angel came to him and he needed to leave, right? Take the family and go to Egypt. Herod is after the child, go, go now, you know? So think about it. Mm. Mary had to really trust Joseph because she's leaving her family. They don't have time to pack anything. His livelihood, maybe he packs his tools up and brings them at the last minute, but she has to trust him. Now, most modern women would say, you know, we're raising this child together. I want to be, I, I want you to consult me on these major decisions like moving, you know, <laughs> consult uh, me, you know? Yes. And, 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 but there's this trust. So she doesn't take the time and question him. She trusts him. It's not a master slave. Mary, do what I say. It's Mary, we got to go. Okay, Joseph show me what to do. You know, I'll follow you. Mm. It, it's that trust and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And so all through this whole story of the Holy Family is just, you can ponder any part of their lives. I mean, when they lost the Christ child, you can ponder any part of their lives and God constantly, you know, tested them with trust and solicited that from them. And it's interesting too, trust being the antidote in our modern day, we need it so much. And that's the divine mercy message. You know, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus told Faustina that your trust gives you un incomprehensible rights over my heart. He also said to her, your, when she didn't trust, your lack of trust wounds me more than any of your other sins. So trust is really key. And in Advent, I think that that is a, a, a real theme. Mm. I love that. Julian Durko joining us today, sharing stories of the lives of the saints. Of course, we have the most wonderful saints to talk about today. St. Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary joining us on a journey towards Advent and to the heart of trust. I love this idea. And there's, Julie, there's more I want to talk to you about because okay. we talked earlier about role models and mm -hmm. I think we've got some role models for married couples, but I want to dive a little deeper into that. Julie, I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in the next half hour? Absolutely. 
722 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And we want you to be in the middle of all the fun at the Christmas Festival of Lights, especially with this improving weather. Tonight, the Jesuit High School Choir will be performing. Mm. You could be there. We have got tickets for you that we'll be giving away before 9 o'clock this morning. And as a bonus, you can go online to our Facebook and Instagram accounts and get registered tomorrow on Tech Tuesday. We'll be giving away those online tickets to the Grotto's Christmas Festival of Lights. Again, check out our Facebook and our Instagram accounts and get yourself all signed up and keep listening all week for your chance to be in the middle of all the fun at the Grotto's Christmas Festival of Lights with Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. I lead a pilgrimage to the Holy Land every year, and in Jerusalem, you can walk up the same stairs the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, walked up to get into the temple. Something striking about those stairs. They're uneven. Some are short, some are long. That's not an accident. The architects designed those stairs so you'd have to be mindful of what you were doing as you approached the dwelling place of God. If you weren't thinking about your steps, you'd trip. When you go to Mass, you're approaching something holier than the Old Testament temple. I know, it's often a mad dash just to get there on time, but try to be mindful of your steps. If you can, show up five minutes early to quiet your heart. Do a Google search of the Gospel of the Day to read it before you get there. Or bring a journal to jot down some thoughts that touched you during the homily. God shows up at every Mass. If you want to get the most out of it, make sure you show up too. Not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 725 on the Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. And just ahead, we've got details coming out of Nebraska about the murder of a priest in his rectory yesterday. More details on that just ahead. And the Vatican opens the nativity scene with catechesis. I'll have that story for you coming up in three minutes. Here's Taylor Tripodi and Be Glorified. You are listening to Brenda and Pat on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
It's 7.30 right here at Mozart Day Radio. An Iowa man is under arrest in the death of a Catholic priest who was stabbed in the rectory of a small Nebraska church early yesterday morning. The Reverend Stephen Gutzel was assaulted during an invasion of St. John the Baptist Catholic Church in Fort Calhoun. He died from the injuries. Officials say police received a 911 call reporting an attempted break-in about 5 in the morning at the church. They found Father Gutzel injured and the alleged attacker inside. Authorities arrested 43-year-old Carrie Williams on charges of homicide and using a weapon to commit a felony. The sheriff's office said the investigation is still ongoing. The Vatican unveiled its annual nativity scene Saturday, paying special tribute to the origins of the beloved tradition on its 800th anniversary. The scene in St. Peter's Square depicts not only Mary and Joseph standing beside the manger, but also St. Francis of Assisi, who organized the very first nativity scene in a cave in the Italian village of Grecio on Christmas Eve in the year 1223. Cardinal Fernando Algaza, the president of the government of Vatican City State, presided over the inauguration ceremony. Over a thousand people gathered in the square for the event, which included moments of catechesis, an explanation of how the scene was put together, and the signing of season, singing of seasonal hymns. The Vatican's Grecio-inspired nativity scene does not include live animals and people as St. Francis' original one did, but it does feature life-size terracotta figures. At the center of the scene is the now-empty manger where a figure of the newborn Savior will be 
placed on Christmas Eve. And on each side of the manger, Mary kneels, flanked by Joseph, while on the other side, St. Francis of Assisi stands in a pose of wonder. Portland police arrested 37 people and recovered four stolen cars during a weekend retail theft operation. The Portland Police Bureau also said they recovered more than $4,900 in stolen items from Mall 205 and the Gateway Shopping Center, as well as at Target and Fred Meyer stores. Police said they're ramping up efforts over the holiday season to prevent retail theft in the community. With just a couple of weeks left until Christmas, authorities said they are on high alert at stores around the Portland Metro. PPB said the effort was a partnership with neighboring precincts and the Multnomah County Sheriff's Office. More than a thousand skiers and snowboarders hit the Mount Hood slope Saturday for the first day of the ski season at Mount Hood Meadows. Mount Hood Meadows initially delayed the start of the ski and snowboard season for a week due to inclement weather. Large amounts of rain melted much of the snow on Mount Hood earlier this week. Meadows was forced to wait until more snow packed arrive to begin the season. So early Saturday, many visitors began lining up outside the lodge hours before it even opened up. For first-time skiers and snowboarders, Mount Hood Meadow staff recommended people take a lesson. Lasts about two hours before staff send people up the slopes to begin skiing and snowboarding. Stargazers this week are going to have a front row ticket to one of the year's best and brightest celestial displays, the Geminids, an annual meteor shower that peaks during mid-December, is set to be most visible Wednesday night into Thursday morning, and just so happens we're going to have clearing weather during that time. According to NASA, you may even see a meteor every minute. This year, conditions are much more favorable for star seekers as the Geminids will peak during the time after a new moon, leaving an ideal dark canvas for the starry event. With little or no competition from the moon's light, the Geminids are expected to fill the night sky with colorful bright streaks. Now, most meteors tend to appear colorless or white, but the Geminids are often green in color. Wow. Yeah. So keep an eye up on Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. They'll be visible here in the Pacific Northwest, and again, they're best viewed in the night and pre-dawn hours, according to NASA. I might go out and take a look. Yeah, I can't wait to see it's that. It's nice, too, because, you know, sun sets real early, so nighttime, <laughs> we got a long long period of nighttime right now. I want to see those green streaks. That'll I would be love that. Cool. Hey, in sports, the fluff was flying all around the sold-out Memorial Coliseum I Saturday night with the Portland Winterhawks 24th annual Teddy Bear Toss. The stuffed bears, the sordid animals, and cuddly creatures were scooped up, and volunteers will be distributing those to kids in needs through more than a dozen local charities and organizations. In total, Brenda... 13,542 stuffies were collected, and the Winterhawks also collected a win 7-2 over the rivals of the Seattle Thunderbirds. My daughter and son-in-law went to the Winterhawks game once before years ago. My daughter had never been to a hockey game before, and she came back and she said, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. So it we need to remember that we've got a hockey team here in Portland. Oh, it's 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 packed. I yeah. mean, they get a they get a good loyal loyal uh, group of, of fans out there. And if you've never been, highly recommended. It. It's a lot of fun. Hockey's better viewed in person than like on TV. Okay, I'll remember that. Yeah. 
As parents, we're all determined to raise our children knowing and loving Jesus while simply knowing the world. But one of the most liturgical significant times of the year, well, all too becomes a blur of worldly images and a din of worldly noise. And we find that the Christmas season has passed before we've had a chance to help our children learn to embrace Jesus at this most special time of the year. Well, helping our children learn to celebrate Christmas in a way that is ordered towards God should be one of our greatest priorities. And Alatea offers some ideas on how to remember to do that. She said, first, observe Advent, right? The season that we're in right now. Let's not rush off into Christmas quite yet. Let's have an Advent wreath at home. Let's celebrate the season and let's talk and journey with our kids towards Christmas. Always remember to incorporate Jesus. You don't have to reinvent the wheel in order to teach your children the importance of keeping the focus of Christmas season on Jesus. Most families already have some wonderful traditions that they enjoy during the Advent and the Christmas seasons. So don't worry about adding in new traditions. Just find easy ways to incorporate Jesus in the traditions you already have. Don't stop too soon. In modern culture, way to celebrate Christmas is to begin one day after Christmas and end the day after Christmas. But when you end the celebration the day after Christmas, you don't give your kids time to really revel in the glory of God the Son being born. For Catholics, party's just getting started on December 25th. You bet. We've got an octave. We've got a season. I mean, you can go 40 days, Brenda, Mm -hmm. after December 25th and and still be celebrating the Christmas season. So do it. Live it up. I love it. I leave those lights up year round. So just (laughs) good for you. Well, that's more after. Being lazy, but <laughs> don't overthink it. Keep it simple, like that, Patrick. Family life is busy and hectic and oftentimes overwhelming. It can be panic inducing to simply think about adding more to our plates as parents, especially at a time of year as busy as Christmas. Truth is, there's no right way to do this, so don't get too caught up in all of the details. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And if you do want to step away from all the busyness and reflect on Christ, here's an excellent way to do that. This Wednesday, 7 o'clock p.m., Advent Twilight Talk with Dina Marie Hale at Our Lady of Peace Retreat in Beaverton. Boy, I imagine that the sisters there are so happy to welcome you to their center. The program includes an Advent Talk by Dina Marie, followed by Eucharistic Adoration at 8.15, and refreshments going to be provided. Can't imagine a better way to celebrate Advent. Absolutely. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Well, I can't think of one way, and that is the Christmas Festival of Lights at the Grotto. We've got a chance for you to win tickets ahead before 9 o'clock this morning. And Brenda continues her discussion on the Holy Family with our friend Julian Durko after we check weather next. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join Monterey Radio 
and Father Matt Libra from St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church in Portland, Oregon in praying the St. Andrew Christmas Novena. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail, and blessed be the hour and moment in which the Son of God was born of the most pure Virgin Mary at midnight in Bethlehem, in the piercing cold. In that hour, vouchsafe I beseech thee, O my God, to hear my prayer and grant my desires through the merits of our Savior Jesus Christ and of his blessed Mother. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This novena is traditionally prayed 15 times a day, starting on St. Andrew's Feast Day, November 30th, until Christmas Eve. For more information and to find more of your favorite Catholic prayers, please download the free Hail Mary Media app onto your smartphone. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Jade Bistro and Patisserie, located on Southeast 13th in Portland's Selwood neighborhood. The Jade Bistro is family-run, serving Vietnamese and Thai cuisine with influences from France and Laos. French pastries are available daily, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Information can be found online at jadeportland.com. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Dei Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. 741 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Hey, good news. We have got sunshine on the way, but we've got to get through the drizzle and fog this morning. That should be gone by about 10 in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy. High 49 this afternoon, cloudy tonight with a low of 39. Then tomorrow, the sunshine pours in and we've got a high up to 50 tomorrow. Currently, it is 48 degrees at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Tigard. And 49 at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Venita. And I'm back with Julie Andurco. We are talking today about mission and journey and trust, and specifically how the Holy Family, St. Joseph and St. Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary, had those in just spades more than they needed God placed in them the blessed Christ child, the holy child. And they had to journey on a mission to take care of this child. Julie, we had a great conversation in our first half hour. Thank you so much for staying with me. Oh, my pleasure. So Julie, you were really beginning to touch on the topic of trust. Mm -hmm. And what I kept hearing and I kept thinking just in my own mind was, uh, I have a hard time not trying to control Mm -hmm. every decision. And, and we all do struggle with that. If there is something placed before us, especially that's going to affect the lives of our children. Oh, yeah. us moms, we want to control it. We want to prepare yes. for it. We want to make lists about all of it to make sure that yes. we cover every possible scenario. And then we just maybe sometimes some wives just kind of 
tell their husbands, well, this is just how it's going to be. Yes. (laughs) Right. What an incredible model for married couples to have in Joseph and Mary in this idea of trust. We fall all of the time. And I think sometimes we look at the saints and go, you know, they're in heaven with God. So obviously they are perfect in ways that I can never be. How is it that all of us hearing the stories of the lives of the saints, especially saints like Joseph and Mary, to ever be able to see them as models in our own lives? Because it seems like, well, we deal with a lot of things in our day and age. And, you know, maybe Mary and Joseph didn't necessarily have to deal with the same things. How do you tell people that Mary and Joseph is perfect couple for every married couple? There are some things that are timeless and human nature is kind of timeless. It doesn't matter what time in history we've landed. Human nature still is what it is, you know, so we can have a a way different life, a way different living now than even a century ago or or five centuries ago or 2000 years ago. It's, it's a very different culture and, and mindset and experience, but human nature remains. Mm. And, and so we, we want to look at Mary and Joseph, and, and one of those things that, that make them such a great couple is their humility. Because like you were saying, the need to control. Men sometimes want to control things too. I mean, Absolutely. and they're domineering. I mean, it's, it's, it's this concupiscence. It's this, that's what happened with the fall. It, it broke us so that we don't relate the way we should. And so one way, of course, an antidote for that first couple's fall in the garden is trust, but another is Humility. Now, now think about it. Humility. Think about the Virgin Mary's humility. So she was all things to God the Father. She was the daughter of God the Father, mm-hmm. faithful daughter, sinless. She's the spouse of the Holy Spirit, and she is the mother of Jesus. So she's all. She's daughter, spouse, and mother. She has all those roles, all those relationships with God. If anybody had the right to make the decisions and if anybody was superior and she was superior, it was her. And yet she acquiesced to God's plan and she knew my job right now is take care of this little baby. I've got to nurse him, change his diaper, keep him warm, you know, and that part of it, that's Joseph's part. God gave that to Joseph. God trusted Joseph. So if God's going to trust Joseph with this, with the welfare and safety and protection of this child, I should too. Oh, it's a beautiful abandoned to each other. That's mm-hmm. what a couple should be doing. You think about how the Holy family, they took care of each other and together they raised this Christ child. That is some of the lives of the saints that Julie Anderko shares on her show, your next mission from God. So throughout their lives, Joseph and Mary, and again, we don't know how long Joseph was in the life of Christ, but we showed him a trade. He was there in his life long enough. And that beautiful image of Joseph's death, we know that Christ and Mary by his bedside, that makes Joseph the patron saint of a happy death. Yes. And wouldn't we all want to be that way? So it's just this a beautiful relationship between the three of them, this holy family. And really uniquely for them, Christ was the center for their family in the similar way that Christ is the center 
for every family. And they allowed Christ to be that person for them, the center of their family, because they knew who he was meant to be. Kind of tell our listeners a little bit about how they lived that Christ-centered life. Well, we're supposed to live a Christ-centered life. Um, He is what gives our life meaning and purpose and and he's everything you know he's the meaning of life and he's the answer to everything so that makes perfect sense but in marriage he is like the third person of the marriage like he's the center right Mm. he was the center of their marriage he was the reason they were married he's the center of everything you know and so the other thing too like let's let's remember when he is a little bit older and he stays behind in the temple and they lose him. We all know that story. They think sure. he's with them and, and he's not. And they, they search for three days. Oh, I cannot imagine that, that search. For oh, the, their, yes. test, their trust in God is tested yet again. You know, I've but, lost a child in the supermarket for 10 minutes and you know how that feels. Oh, they it was horrible. Three days. I, I've done mm. the same thing. They find him and they're, you know, they question him. Why did you do this to us? And Mary refers to Joseph as your, as his father. Your father and I have been looking for you. And she asks him that. But you know, that whole family, their their eyes were on the Lord, on the Lord. So if their eyes are on the Lord, and they're receiving from Him, there's no there's no competition. Mm. There's no competition. They want the will of God, and we get disordered when we get competitive in in our families, in our workplaces or anything. We should all be wanting the best for each other. So of course, once he explains to them, I'm sure Mary had an aha moment. Of course they want the best for their son. The mission is just becoming more clear. And I think that that is an interesting thing that their focus was so much on God that there's no competition. And he doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> no. You know. But he was obedient to but them. But he was obedient to them, which Mary was obedient to Joseph. Joseph was obedient to God. It's great. So, Julie, and we often think this, and we've talked about this before, that the, the lives of the saints, especially a perfect life like the Holy Family, they can be difficult to relate to. But every family, no, and, and we go through terrible things, and some families are broken in just awful ways in this time of year can bring up a sense of sadness too. And yet even in the midst of that, our eyes should be fixed towards the Holy Family and striving for what they had. Absolutely. I think that this is an area where we can share our pain. Mm -hmm. It may be pain that's our own doing. It may be because of concupiscence and choices that we've made. It doesn't matter the pain. It can be given to Jesus Christ, because remember, he came to earth to recreate everything that includes our lives, our past, everything. And we have learned that when it looks impossible, we can trust him, even for things in the past that we think we can't have a redo. We can trust him. He's God. He can do anything. So we need to give that to him and we need to claim it and hope in it because the Lord came to undo the works of Satan from Uh, what happened with Adam and Eve and all the destruction and all the dysfunction and the reasons why we can't relate and why we hurt each other. And we do, and we're a mess, a lot of us. So I think just pray and identify with the Lord and and Mary and her suffering and Jesus and his suffering and Joseph. Joseph suffered too. He suffered. When, When he heard the prophecy of Simeon, 
Do you think he didn't suffer? Mm. Do you think that he didn't wish he could be there for Mary and Jesus? And maybe interiorly he knew he wouldn't get to be. I mean, and when he died, he knew he was, when he was dying, he knew he wouldn't get to be, but he was obedient to God and he left when it was time to go. I mean, they suffered. So sure. like, so we can, so we can use our suffering and now we can make it redemptive. Even if it comes out of pain, that's what Jesus does. He takes something bad that's meant for our downfall and he turns it upside down and he uses it to redeem us. Mm-hmm. That's just like the cross looked like the end, but it's what redeemed us. It is what redeemed us. Julie, you just bring forward such incredible stories of the saints. We are so appreciative. Thank you so much for joining us today and bringing forward this mission. Oh, it is great. And we recognize that while they were this wonderful family, they are the model for every family. No matter the dysfunction that you are going through, our eyes should always be fixed on the Holy Family, especially during this time of the Advent season and fixed towards God. 752 at Matre Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And Brenda... Speaking of the Holy Family, yes. we have got a big feast day tomorrow. I know it's one that means a lot to you, and it means oh, a lot to absolutely. me, too. absolutely. Our Lady of Guadalupe. I just love that. And, you know, and Ken was with us. He talked about St. Juan Diego, who we celebrated Saturday. It makes it appropriate that it's real close to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Well, one of the things we've been able to do is with the folks at Opera Cecilia, they have put together this wonderful Marian hymns, a Marian suite, if you will, and And we played it on Friday in celebration of our 31st birthday on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And we're going to play it again tomorrow night at 730, recorded live at the Grotto. It's Opera Cecilia. It's Our Lady and Our Savior. It's a wonderful suite. You'll want to check that out tomorrow, 730, from Opera Cecilia and Matre Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Support for Matre Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Tara Umara Children's Hospital Fund of Oregon. The TCHF has a 20-year history that is now focusing on the sustainability to support the long-term efforts of the mission in the Copper Canyon region of Mexico. Information is available on their website at tchforegon.org. Within the story of Jesus' birth lies a sharing of the joy that the shepherds experienced upon seeing the newborn king. It's easy to see joy when we see a young child excited while opening a Christmas present or the laughter while enjoying Easter candy. But often instead we get caught up in the serious side of life and the challenges of the day. Imagine seeing the world around us like a simple child each and every day as a gift from God full of wonder at creation, full of enthusiasm for what the Lord has bestowed upon us. Imagine laughing and sharing in joy with those present around us. 
Jesus encouraged us to be like children. Let's enjoy what God has given us with simplicity and with joy. This has been a bit of Catholic encouragement from Michael Gisandi. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. When Santa Claus wanted a new sleigh for his Christmas deliveries, he was hoping to give his old sleigh to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Unfortunately, we cannot accept reindeer. But if you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you are no longer using, we'd like to hear from you. Donating a vehicle to support great Catholic programs is quick and easy and a likely tax deduction. More information is on the web at materdayradio.com. And if you have any reindeer, you may want to get a hold of Santa. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend, on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 7.56 at Mater Day Radio. It is the Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. Need a little extra caffeine shot in there. It's a Monday. And just ahead, we have got an update on Pope Francis' advice for Advent during his Sunday Angelus. And while many states have great restrictions on abortion, women traveling to other states to have the procedure. A new report is out on where they're going. I'll have that story for you right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. Today's saint played a pivotal role in the translation of sacred scripture. Pope Saint Damasus was born the son of a Spanish priest and began his liturgical career as a deacon in his father's church of San Lorenzo. The church, which later became a basilica, is also where Damasus first served as a priest. It was during these early years of his life that Christianity was finally declared a legal religion in the Roman Empire. In spite of this, however, the Christian world was already experiencing fierce division, and in 354, Pope Liberius was sent into exile. Damasus, who by this time was an archbishop, followed the Pope into exile, agreeing with his opposition to the growing heresy of Arianism. He later returned to Rome, however, and when Pope Liberius died in 366, he was elected as the new Bishop of Rome. However, at the same time, a minority group decided to elect and ordain their own deacon as pope. This controversy quickly erupted into violence, which was only quelled after civil authorities acknowledged Damasus as pope and sent the rival pope into exile. Damasus often found himself the victim of various scandals promoted by the supporters of Rosinus. In spite of these continual attacks upon his character, he remained able to stand firm as the true leader of the church. Active in his stance against several heresies of the time, he held two synods where the specific teachings of two different Arian leaders were condemned. He is credited with being the first to call Rome the Holy See, and in 382, a synod was held to confirm the primacy of Rome over that of Constantinople, which was attempting to call itself the New Rome with a separate pope. Perhaps his most lasting contribution to the Universal Church was when he commissioned his secretary and close friend, St. Jerome, to revise the Latin translation of scripture, a task which resulted in the creation of the Latin Vulgate. This translation helped Latin to become the official liturgical language of the church during his pontificate. Twelve centuries later, the Council of Trent declared the Latin Vulgate to be the authentic translation used for public reading, preaching, and disputation, and is the common version used in Mass. 
Among his other efforts, Damasus was devoted to restoring the tombs of the martyrs and rebuilding churches. He restored the catacombs, ensured the preservation of relics, and renewed access to the graves of saints and martyrs. And although he is responsible for building the papal crypt in Rome, he did not consider himself worthy to be buried among the great saints. Instead, he left a humble inscription for himself, declaring, I, Damasus, wished to be buried here, but I feared to offend the ashes of these holy ones. When he died in 384, his body was buried with his mother and sister in a separate cemetery, whose exact location is no longer known to us. St. Damasus was an incredible example of humility, possessing the utmost devotion to the martyrs and a profound respect for sacred scripture. I pray that we too learn from the lives of the saints, considering ourselves humble servants of Christ. And may we gain greater reverence for scripture, allowing it to inspire us toward greater holiness. Pope St. Damasus, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints and to find some outstanding resources for Advent, just download the free Hail Mary Media app. Details are available at matradayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news this hour, more people are traveling outside of their state to receive an abortion after more than 20 states enacted pro-life legislation amid the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe versus Wade. The percentage of women traveling interstate to receive an abortion nearly doubled in the first six months of 2023 compared with 2020, according to estimates in the report. Now, it estimates that the number of -of out-of-state abortions jumped from about 9% of all abortions to 17% of all abortions. And the total number of women receiving out-of-state abortions more than doubled from fewer than 41,000 to more than 90,000. According to the reports, the state with the highest uptake in out-of-state abortion seekers are bordering states that enacted new restrictions on abortions. This includes Florida, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Kansas. Pope Francis highlighted the importance of listening to God by embracing the example of John the Baptist, the voice of one crying out in the desert during his Angelus message on the second Sunday of Advent. While the desert is an empty place where you do not communicate, it was an important backdrop for John's ministry as he represents a place of encounter where we can authentically listen to God, the Pope said to nearly 25,000 faithful gathered in St. Peter's Square yesterday. The Pope ended his appeal by imploring for peace as we enter into the Christmas season. It was just so good to see the Holy Father there in person delivering the Angelus. Nice. Friday and then again yesterday. So that's it's very encouraging. Feeling much yeah. better. Good, good, good. Well, Pope Francis has appointed a priest born and ordained in Brazil to serve as the next auxiliary bishop of Boston, the Vatican announced. Father Cristiano Barbosa, 47, will join Cardinal Sean O'Malley and four other auxiliaries as bishops of the Archdiocese, a territory that includes nearly 1.8 million Catholics. The Boston metropolitan area is also home to a significant Brazilian population, nearly 64,000 people, according to census figures. Barbosa was chaplain of the Archdiocese Brazilian-Portuguese community from 2008 to 2019. Cardinal O'Malley cited Barbosa's experience with the local Brazilian community, as well as his theological background and extensive parish experience as factors in the Pope's appointment. Chapter 2 
After nearly a month-long strike between teachers and Portland Public Schools, PPS custodians and nutrition service assistant workers are now in contract negotiations with the district asking for wage increases. On Sunday, SEIU Local 503, which represents 520 PPS members, had an event to urge the district to team up and begin prioritizing bargaining. Members of the bargaining team say the district has canceled the last two bargaining sessions and has not met with them in over a month. The next mediation session is scheduled for January 18th. Nutrition services assistance workers start at $17.25 an hour, just slightly above the Oregon minimum wage, and custodians start at $19 an hour. Liz McGill, the president of the University of Pennsylvania, resigned on Saturday, just days after her congressional testimony on anti-Semitism drew fierce backlash from students, faculty, and donors. Scott Bach, the chair of the university's board of trustees, announced the decision in a letter to the school community. Bach also submitted his resignation, and Julie Platt, the vice chair of the board of trustees, was named interim chair by the board's executive committee. McGill will stay on as interim president until a new person is appointed. McGill will also remain a tenured faculty member at the Penn Carey Law School. On Tuesday, McGill and the presidents of Harvard and MIT testified before Congress about how they are protecting students from anti-Semitism on their campuses. Criticism quickly followed around how the university presidents answered the question of whether calling for the genocide of Jews would violate the university's code of conduct. In sports with Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith on the sidelines nursing an injury, San Francisco's Debo Samuel scored two touchdowns, George Kittle had a long touchdown catch, and Christian McCafferty ran for 145 yards to lead the 49ers to their 11th straight division win, 28-16 over the Seahawks on Sunday. The Niners lead the Seahawks and Rams by four games with just four to play and hold the tiebreaker over Seattle. Seattle has now lost four straight games for the first time in 14 seasons under Pete Carroll and has lost five in a row to the 49ers for the first time in the series history. Up next for the Hawks, they'll host Philadelphia for Monday Night Football next Monday night, December 18th. In tonight's action, Monday Night Football finds the Packers at the Giants and the Titans are in Miami to face the high-flying Dolphins. Both games kick off at 5.15 this evening. Nicholas Black Elk, an Oglala Lakota Sioux warrior, visionary, and Catholic catechist, is known worldwide but has been misunderstood for decades, according to two Jesuit priests who have emphasized Black Elk's enduring Catholic faith as his canonization process unfolds. First published in 1932, the book Black Elk Speaks became especially popular in the 1960s, countercultural when many Americans and Europeans were searching for spirituality distinct from Christianity. The acclaimed book is based on conversations the Sioux holy man had with a Nebraska poet. Black Elk, who was born in 1865, died in 1950, spoke in Lakota and was translated by his son, Ben Black Elk. Those words were recorded in shorthand, and the book has appeared in several editions for decades. 
However, it's been criticized by the Lakota as well as scholars. Father Michael Stellenkamp, an anthropologist and parish priest, has written several books and journals and articles about black elk and has prepared biological materials for the ganonization process. Now, Black Elk became a catechist at the Pine Ridge Reservation, taking on for nearly 50 years duties resembling those of a modern permanent deacon. He preached the gospel, taught the basics of the faith, and baptized the dying. Stellenkamp said that Black Elk was really committed to this 24 hours a day missionary of vocation. Now, Black Elk was born in the summertime, but he used December 6th as his birth date because that was the day he was baptized in 1904. Now, December 6th is the feast day of St. Nicholas and was thus the name Black Elk took as he began a new life. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. This Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. is the monthly night of hope and healing at St. Alice Catholic Church in Springfield. Join Father Mark Benz every second Thursday of the month for the night of hope and healing, starting with a bilingual English and Spanish rosary at 6 p.m., followed by praise, teaching, and prayers for healing. Remember, you can find details on these and many other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, and the Hail Mary Media app. They're playing basketball. Baron Cahill is here from CYO to tell us all about the basketball season going on. I love that basketball, Jones. I got to tell you, Brenda. Plus, tonight at the Grotto, it is the Festival of Lights featuring the Jesuit High School Choirs. And we want to put you in the middle of all the fun. Be listening for your chance to win tickets coming up soon. And we'll check that improving weather forecast next. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join Mater Dei Radio and Franciscan missionary Sister Anne-Marie Warren with the morning offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. 
As we inch closer into the new year, Matraday Radio's eye-catching 2024 Marian calendars are popping up in a variety of places. They're a great source of spiritual motivation to display in your home, office, shop, or anywhere you could use a little reminder that Our Lady is praying for you. And it's easy to get yours or pick up another one. Just check out our Advent Resources page at matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app for your own 2024 Marian calendar featuring magnificent artwork, encouraging messages of hope, and a full list of the Blessed Virgin Mary's upcoming feast days throughout the new year. Let your friends at Matraday Radio show our appreciation for your legacy of prayerful support. Your generosity has been a tremendous blessing to us over the past 34 years. Visit our Advent Resources page now to get your own 2024 Marian calendar. Just another way we're leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Matraday Radio. 12 at Matre Day Radio. It's the morning blend with Brenda and Pat. Well, we got a little drizzle this morning and some fog, but that's going to burn off. Be cloudy this afternoon with a high of 49. We'll be drying out. Cloudy tonight with a low of 39. No mention of any rain. Then sunny tomorrow. High 49. Brenda, it's going to be nice midweek. Oh, I am looking forward to this. It's like everywhere water can puddle and pool, it, it's there. <laughs> it's having a hard time draining right now. We burned it. We burned it. <laughs> For sure. Currently, it is 49 degrees at St. Philip's Catholic Church up in Woodland, Washington. And for 48 degrees at St. Henry in Gresham. Oh, let's give away some let's tickets. Let's do it. I love it. The uh, Festival of Lights, I think this is going to be a great week to go. It's wonderful to go there when there is just so many people there and they're so excited to see the lights. Great concert coming up all week long. So let's give some tickets away. We've got a family six-pack. Six tickets. So you and five of your closest friends, family, you can bring your family if you want to, uh, can get in on all of the fun there at the Grotto. So now is the time to call. 888-823-5286. What do you say, Patrick? Which caller? Let's go with caller number four. 888-823-5286. Caller number four is our winner at Matraday Radio, taking you to the Christmas Festival of Lights at the Grotto. It's Faith in Action. Time to check in with the Catholic Youth Organization. Well, joining us this morning to talk about programs, they are always looking for the next great thing they are going to be able to do. CYO is starting up high school basketball. And joining us this morning is the CYO Director of Basketball and Volleyball, Aaron Cahill. Good morning, Aaron. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me again. Well, this is so exciting. High school basketball. Is this the first season that this is going to be going on? No, we've had high school basketball for many, many seasons. It's a great opportunity for anybody out there that wants to continue their CYO experience um, after entering high school or anybody who really attends any high school that just wants to stay on the court and have some fun with friends. Wow, that is really exciting. I'm not familiar with it. I think so many times people realize that once they either go to one of our great uh, local Catholic high schools or uh, a public high school that they join those athletic programs. So kind of tell our listeners a little bit about how a team can join the CYO program. Yeah, so this is a great opportunity. You know, high school tryouts just took place a little while ago, and unfortunately, there are so many great athletes out there and not enough spots on teams. So not everybody was able to make the high school team that they wanted. 
So this is a wonderful opportunity for everybody to keep their skills up, but really just stay on the court and have some fun with friends. And basically what people do is they, they round up a bunch of, of friends, either from the same school, different schools, and say, hey, let's play some basketball on Sundays. And then we have a wonderful adult um, over the age of 21 who says, okay, I'll go and I'll be your coach and be there at these games on Sundays. And then they hop on the court and we, we do a regular season. Uh, first game is middle of December, goes all the way through the end of February with a big end of the year um, tournament if they want to participate at the end of February. Aaron, for those teams that are looking to join in, are they uh, co-ed teams and, and are they grouped up by their grade level? Yeah, so these are, um, they're not co-ed. We have a boys league and a girls league. They'll be ninth and 10th grade together and 11th and 12th grade together. So if you have some friends, registration, we're, we're registering all the teams now. Um, if you have friends and you want to form your own team, that's the best way to to get a spot in the league. But if you're a player who's looking for a team, you know, some of these teams just need that one or two more players to kind of round off their team, help out when someone's sick. Um, definitely reach out as well, and we can do our best to find you a team to join. Aaron Cahill is joining us this morning. Aaron's the CYO Director of Basketball and Volleyball, joining us today to talk about how to get your high schooler in a CYO basketball team. So if there's somebody listening out there, you know, there's many reasons why a, a student would not join a local high school team, but they don't exactly have a group or a parish that they are close with. How can they go about maybe finding a team that they can join? So the best way is to go on our website, which is www.cyocamphoward.org. Go to the CYO sports section and there's a basketball tab for high school. Just go ahead and register your player. And there's a section on the registration form that says that you're looking for a team. And I have a special section on my end where I can reach out to coaches and see where we can help you hopefully find a team to join. But that's the best way to communicate with me and let me know what school you go to, how old you are, and kind of what area you live in so I can try to help you find the best place for you. So, Aaron, these teams get formed. They begin practicing. You said the first game is scheduled for the middle of December. So is this the same situation with other CYO sports in that they play each other? Or is this kind of more aligned with club sports where they kind of go out and across different areas? No, our whole league is put together within CYO. So they will all play other CYO schools and clubs. So everybody in the ninth and 10th grade league will all be with CYO and they will all play each other. And same with the 11th and 12th grade. Oh, I, that's just fabulous. Just from my own experience, uh, I had my son. He played CYO basketball his eighth grade year. It was so much fun. And the parents' support was just incredible, just really rooting everybody on. It's really part uh, a main part of what C CYO is, is that... It's parent support, the coaches are volunteers, and it's a great way to continue that inspiration that CYO has for our faith that encourages not only strong athletes, but strong, faithful young people, too. I, I completely agree with you. And what's great about it is, you know, our, our big CYO philosophy is that everyone is welcome. There's no cuts. There's no tryouts. Anyone who wants to play, whether it's your first year or your eighth year, everybody gets to play. 
And, you know, that's one of the, the big things with CYO is the welcoming environment, making sure everyone's included, not just on the team, but on the court. And everybody has their minimum playing time, um, make it fair play and just go out there and have a really positive experience. Uh, I can just remember that very first game my son played. Now, he didn't start basketball until his eighth grade year. And I tell you what, their sole goal during that first game he played was to make sure my son, he got a basket. And they were just so excited and encouraging. It just makes parents feel really good to know that, well, the team supports their kids no matter what their skill level is. So, again, Aaron, before we go, remind our listeners about uh, where they can find out more information about the high school program. Of course, you're just going to go to our website, which is www.cyocamphoward.org, and you'll see at the top there's a CYO sports section. Just click that button, find basketball with high school basketball, and registration is open now, so we'd love to have you join us. Oh, fantastic. And then uh, do they know where they are going to be practicing? Is that set up or does a team have to find a facility where they're going to be practicing before, you know, during the weeks before games? Yeah, that's an excellent question. So when it comes to practice times, all of the teams are going to organize their own practice locations and times because everybody lives so far away from each other. But all of the games during the regular season will be played. Um, we have an opening game at University of Portland. Most of our regular season games will be at the Hoop, and then our championships will be at Jesuit High School. So we're very appreciative for all these locations opening up their gyms for our league as well. Wow, those are some really nice places to play. So I can't imagine a team not wanting to be encouraged to form a team, just have an opportunity to play at these great facilities. Well, Aaron, thanks so much for joining us today. And it is 823 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, you can find out more information about CYO. Just head over to our webpage, materdayradio.com. Check out all of the great podcasts we got there. Gotta love live radio. Boy, those we, gremlins. They have been really biting us. Mm-hmm. But hey, congratulations, Cecile at St. Joe's in Vancouver. Just picked up a family six-pack of tickets to go to the Grotto's Festival of Lights. And we got more chances for you to win, including online. You can check out our Facebook page and our Instagram account and get all signed up there. And tomorrow during Tech Tuesday when Sarah is here, you could be going to the Christmas Festival of Lights with Matre Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, Why do Christians talk so much about God and so little about humanity? G.K. Chesterton says that the people who insist that we forget divine things and think of human things end up talking about how helpless human beings are because of their faulty environment or their fatal heredity or their uncontrollable animal instincts. And it all ends with the old fatalist cry that we must forgive everything because there's nothing to forgive. But these things are not the human things. These are the subhuman things, the, the things we share with animals. 
The human things are exactly what they dismiss as merely divine. The human things are free will, responsibility, authority, and self-denial. The things that are really human are also divine. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Do you want to live a truly authentic Catholic life? This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and Monday nights at 7.30, Ken Hellenius and I team up for Living Stones. This dynamic weekly show will help you deepen your relationship with Christ and His Church with practical ways that you can grow in faith, participate more fully in the liturgy, and practice charity towards all. Join us for Living Stones, Monday nights at 7.30 on Modern Day E-Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 826 at Mater Day Radio, the morning blend with Brenda and Pat, where there's never a dull moment. <laughs> Just ahead, some tragic news out in Nebraska, where a priest was stabbed in his rectory right before Mass mm-hmm. yesterday. Details on that just ahead. And the Vatican un- uh, announces its new nativity scene for this year for 800 years saint francis has been doing this and he is present in this year's nativity scene i'll have that story for you coming up in three minutes here is dante schmitz and victory and we are the morning blend right here at mater day radio the bridge between your faith and everyday life
utter darkness till you came and rescued me I was bound by all my sin when your love came and set me free now my soul can sing a new song now my heart has found a home now your grace is always with me and i'll never be alone and that is dante schmitz with victory it is 8 30 right here at mater day radio an Iowa man is under arrest in the death of a Catholic priest who was stabbed in the rectory of his small Nebraska church early yesterday morning. The Reverend Stephen Gutzel was assaulted during an invasion of St. John the Baptist Catholic Church in Fort Calhoun, Nebraska. He died from his injuries. Officials say police received a 911 call shortly after 5 a.m. reporting an attempted break-in at the church. They found Father Gutzel injured and the alleged attacker still inside. Authorities arrested 43-year-old Carrie Williams on charges of homicide and using a weapon to commit a felony. The sheriff's office said that the investigation is still ongoing. The Vatican unveiled its annual nativity scene Saturday, paying special tribute to the origins of the beloved tradition on its 800th anniversary. The scene in St. Peter's Square depicts not only Mary and Joseph standing beside the manger, but also St. Francis of Assisi, who organized the first nativity scene in a cave in the Italian village of Grecio on Christmas Eve in the year 1223. Cardinal Fernando Alzaga, the president of the government of Vatican City State, presided over the December 9th inauguration ceremony. Now, over a thousand people gathered in the square for the event, which included moments of catechesis, an explanation of how the scene was put together, and the singing of seasonal hymns. The Vatican's Gratio-inspired nativity scene does not include live animals and people as St. Francis' original one did, but it does feature life-size terracotta figures. Portland police arrested 37 people and recovered four stolen cars during a weekend retail theft operation on Sunday. The Portland Police Bureau also said they recovered more than $5,000 in items stolen from Mall 205 in the Gateway Shopping Center, as well as Target and Fred Meyer stores. Police say they're ramping up efforts over the holiday season to prevent retail theft in the community. With just a couple of weeks left until Christmas, has already said they are on high alert at stores around the Portland area. PPB said the effort was in partnership with neighboring precincts and the Multnomah County Sheriff's Office. More than a thousand skiers and snowboarders hit the Mount Hood slope Saturday for the first day of the ski season at Mount Hood Meadows. Mount Hood Meadows initially delayed the start of the ski and snowboard season for a week due to inclement weather. Large amounts of rain melted much of the snow on Mount Hood earlier this week. The Meadows was forced to wait until more snowpack arrived to begin the season. Early Saturday morning, many visitors began lining up outside the lodge hours before it even opened. Well, for first-time skiers and snowboarders, Mount Hood Meadows staff, they recommend you take up a lesson. It lasts about two hours, they say, and then you're ready to hit the slopes to begin skiing and snowboarding.
Well, Brenda, keep looking up because stargazers this week are going to have a front row ticket for one of the best and brightest celestial displays. It's the Gemids, an annual meteor shower that peaks during mid-December. It's set to be most visible Wednesday night into Thursday morning, and we could have clear skies to see it. During peak activity with clear skies, up to 120 meteors per hour are visible. According to NASA, you may even see a meteor every minute. This year, conditions are much more favorable for star seekers. as the new moon is starting. So that means it's going to be very, very dark and should be an ideal canvas for the starry events with little or no competition from the moon's light. Most meteors tend to appear colorless or white in nature, but the Geminids are green. So they take on this greenish hue and you can see them sometime best after night or pre-dawn hours according to NASA and you should be able to see them right here in the Pacific Northwest. I'm looking forward to that. It might be kind of cold so dress warmly but that should be really really interesting. I'll let you know if I see anything. It should be a cool display. In sports LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels beat out Oregon's Bo Nix and Washington's Michael Penix Jr. to win the coveted Heisman Trophy Saturday night in New York City. Daniels, a fifth-year player who transferred from Arizona State to LSU in 2022, received 503 first-place votes and 2,029 points. The Huskies' Penix was the runner-up with 292 first-place votes. And the Ducks' Knicks was third, putting transfer quarterbacks in each of the top three spots. Ohio State receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. finished fourth. The Heisman Trophy has been given to the nation's most outstanding college football player since 1935. I told you that Knicks and Penix were going to split the vote and that Daniels was going to win. There you go. That's it. I'm going to rely on you. You made a prediction, too, about baseball that came true also. Wow. uh, I'm going to follow you and your uh, your predictions from now on. Yeah, Shontay Otani. Uh, signed with the Dodgers, as I told you he would, but I did not expect $700 million contract, $700 wow. million. That, that one I didn't predict. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you did say it was it would likely be the biggest contract ever. Of course, that happens every year. Somebody makes more and more money. I just money, didn't but... realize it would be 65% bigger than the next biggest contract. That's huge. That's a huge jump. Yeah, it's... Well, I, the word I used was insane. That certainly <laughs> is. Well, as parents, we are all determined to raise our children knowing and loving Jesus while simply knowing the world. But one of the most liturgical significant times of the year all too often becomes a blur of worldly images and a din of worldly noise. We find that the Christmas season has passed before we've even had a chance to help our children learn to embrace Jesus in this special time of year. Well, helping our children learn to celebrate Christmas in a way that is ordered towards God should be one of our greatest priorities as Catholic parents. Well, CatholicLink.org gives us four tips for embracing Jesus as a family this Christmas season. They say first to observe Advent. Observing Advent is one of the simplest and most effective ways to keep our focus of the Christmas season on Jesus. Jesus, taking the time to prepare our hearts and the hearts of our children for the birth of Jesus before jumping right into celebrating Christmas. Yeah, that can be a very, very important way to do that. And always be sure to incorporate Jesus. You don't have to reinvent the wheel in order to teach your children the importance of keeping the focus of Christmas on 
on Jesus. Most families already have some wonderful traditions that they enjoy during the Advent and Christmas season. So don't worry about adding a new tradition. Just find an easy way to incorporate Jesus into the things you already do. And don't stop too soon. The modern culture's way to celebrate Christmas is to begin the day after Thanksgiving and then end the day after Christmas. But when you end the celebration the day after Christmas, you don't give your kids time to really revel in the glory of God the Son being born. His birth is a big deal, and it should be celebrated for more than one day for us Catholics. Well, uh, December 25th, uh, that's when the party really gets started. I like to go all 40 days, just, yeah, all, just all, all the way, way into Christmas tide. Yeah. And then what, is, what ends that? Is it the, um, the, the presentation? Oh, the yeah, presentation. I believe that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then lastly, don't overthink it. Just keep it simple because family life is busy and hectic and oftentimes overwhelming. The truth is there's no right way to do this. So don't get too caught up in the details. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, one way to really celebrate this Advent season, this Friday at 7 o'clock, a winter wonderland with cantories in Ecclesia happening at Aquinas Hall at Holy Rosary Parish. All are invited to this festive annual winter event in support of cantories in Ecclesia celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. Enjoy wine, hors d'oeuvres, seasonal desserts, and a lot of holiday cheer. Entertainment will be provided by two ensembles of children and the adults. And remember, you can find details on these and many other events. Just head over to our community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Well, speaking of Christmas and Advent, Brenda, if you look at the calendar and you take out the Sundays, 12 days until Christmas. Yes. Yeah. I've got a great list on exactly how you can get your home ready in the next 12 days so that way you have a very blessed Christmas. And if you want to see the Geminids, we have got the forecast for your stargazing up next at Matraday Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Facing difficult problems in your marriage. Oregon Retrovi is a lifeline to married couples helping them restore their marriage and rebuild a loving relationship. Catholic in origin, this Christian marriage program is open to all married couples, no matter what age, walk of life, faith, or ethnic background. Oregon Retrovi is a practical program to improve communication, build stronger marriages, and help couples reconnect. Presenters are not trained marriage counselors, but rather couples sharing their personal stories and the tools that they use to rediscover their love. Begin your journey to healing. All it takes is a decision to find out more. Go to helpourmarriage.org and start the process today. That's helpourmarriage.org to learn more about this transformational program. Oregon Retrovi, a lifeline for married couples. Are you a young adult in your 20s and 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? 
Hi, I'm Chris Dohanik, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work and witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to meet other young adult Catholics, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. When Santa Claus wanted a new sleigh for his Christmas deliveries, he was hoping to give his old sleigh to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Unfortunately, we cannot accept reindeer. But if you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you are no longer using, we'd like to hear from you. Donating a vehicle to support great Catholic programs is quick and easy and a likely tax deduction. More information is on the web at materdayradio.com. And if you have any reindeer, you may want to get a hold of Santa. 842 at Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Weather waves, well, the patchy drizzle is starting to end and the fog starting to burn off. And it's going to be mostly cloudy this afternoon. High up to 49, cloudy tonight with a low of 39. Then tomorrow, Brenda, it starts to change so much for the better. Sunny with a high of 49. Got those geminids coming in on Wednesday and Thursday. And we could have some clear skies. Good for the stargazing if you want to check those out. Oh, I'm excited for that. That They're is green. Be... They're green. They're green. Yeah, for Christmas. I like like little gems in the sky, those geminids are, aren't they? <laughs> Currently 48 degrees at Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver. And it is 48 here in Portland at St. Michael's Catholic Church downtown. Out of coffee? No need to worry. Mater Day Radio is brewing a second cup of the morning blend. Don't you, do you notice that sometimes when your stress level goes up a little bit, you start pounding a whole lot of coffee to help get you through that? I think that we are going to be having two and maybe even three cups of coffee today here at Mater Day Radio. There might be something in that coffee. Oh too. gosh, you, we really are asking our supporters this morning and and through this week please keep us in your prayers. We just have these ongoing technology issues that's disrupting our our airing and and we're trying our best to figure it out. So we are sorry it, for that. It's going on a month now that we've been putting up with these these little uh, uh inconveniences and we apologize cuz we know on the other end where you're listening you're, you're wondering what's going on? Can't they get their act together? We have been trying and trying and trying. We've been up here uh, throughout the weekend trying to put out fires and still it persists. So and- Hopefully today's the day we get it fixed, but we've just been praying. We've been asking Our Lady to kind of shelter us, uh, praying a lot of St. Michael prayers, St. Benedict prayers, just uh, really trying to do everything we can. That's right. I think if we all come together in prayer, we can overcome this. For sure. And pray for our IT specialist that, because you, you just really, he starts to narrow things down. Let's start with these things first. And then, okay, we'll do these next things. And now we're kind of onto the next layer of things that we've got to look at. So prayers that we can come to a solution. Our Lady and Doer of Knots. Pray for us. Absolutely. Well, another way that we can, uh, you know, you know, set these things aside and, and really we it's time to focus on the coming of Christmas. We are exactly two weeks away. Two weeks away from Christmas. You're scaring me. Oh, gosh. And, you know, we do get overwhelmed with all of the different things. But, you know, if you spread out a little bit of work throughout the next 12 days, so that means Monday through Saturday, right? We don't work on Sundays. So if you have those next six days this week, six days next week, you'll be ready for Christmas. So I have a list of one thing you can do every single day for 12 days, and you're going to be ready for a really 
time to celebrate Christmas. Lay it on me because I right. need help. Here we go. I think I'm going to try to get through this list. I'll tell you how it goes. So for day number one, we're going to start today. You're going to get the guest room ready. So if you have family coming in, even if you don't have family coming in, you never know who might stop in or, you know, things happen. So day one, guest room. I've got to do that. Now, my guest room uh, has got sheets in a big pile on top of the bed because when my mom and dad were here, uh, my mom, she, you know, again, she's a great house guest because she tore the bed apart and she put the laundry in her, the sheets in the washer and then in the dryer before they left. So I just pulled them out of the dryer and threw them on the extra bedroom. So I'm going to get that bedroom made up today. So it is ready. Day number two, get your laundry room squared away. All right. Just get your laundry room. You know, things get piled around different areas, clean underneath, on top, get it rearranged. Because if you do have guests coming into town, you know, you might be going through a lot of laundry, you know, use over the next week. Absolutely. Okay. Day number three. All right, parents, you may not want to do this, but get your kids bedrooms, help them get their room squared away. That includes under the bed. Get under the bed. There are all kinds of things hanging out but under their closets. wrappers. Not closets. Well, I mean, <laughs> all of it. But, you know, and, and the thing is, don't do it for them. They've got to be in with this. No matter all the complaining, they're going to try to complain their way out of it. Trust me. <laughs> I've heard every argument under the sun. That should not dissuade you. Because if you let them talk their way out of it, then they know they can talk their way out of all kinds of things they don't Does want to do. Does bribery work? Uh, you know, it can, actually. But it's got to be the right kind. Okay. Going, you know what? We're going to get in there. We're going to clean your room today. And that way you don't have to worry about it for the rest of the holiday season. And then when we're done, we'll make brownies together. Something uh-huh. like that. Right? Those are incentive. Not bribery. Incentive. Uh-huh. <laughs> On today's second cup, if you're just turning in, we've got 12 working days before we get to the Christmas celebration. And so we're talking a little bit about how you can get your house ready. Okay. All right. Day number four, front closet or the mudroom, whichever you happen to have. I went into my front closet today to get my uh, coat out because I didn't want to bring my heavy parka, just my raincoat. Uh, I had noticed that, like many closets do, the floor has become a landing ground for a lot of different coats. Oh, what about the needles, the little pine needles? Pine needles get tracked in. Everywhere. For sure. So mudrooms, closets, that's going to happen on day four. Okay, that might take all day. That might take a while. (laughs) Well, for me, this one might take a while too. Master bedroom. Oh. Time to tackle your own bedroom. We help the kids take care of yours. Well, now their rooms, now you got to take care of your own room. 100%, Pat, when my room is in order... I actually sleep better. I do too. Yeah, no, I do, do you? too. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Absolutely. All right. So that's day number five. Let's keep on working then. Day number six, get into the hallway. Okay. Now make sure the hallways are vacuum swept wipe down the walls. If you've got little fingers, kids, just for whatever reason, they'd like to run their hands yeah. down down the wall. Uh Get out just so, oh, and those make sure wipes? the picture frames are straight. That's yeah. that's the b- big thing for me. I oh. look and I'll be like, how did everything get crooked? The good deacon, he is cuckoo about crooked <laughs> pictures. Oh, I can see him with a level. With the, oh yeah, oh absolutely, <laughs> fixing it. Just tap tap, right? Tap tap. Nope, tap back one more the other way. Two this way, one back. Okay, halfway halfway through. Halfway let's, through. Let's take it home. All right, master bathroom is the next one. Day eight. The kitchen. 
Now, I did start a little bit on my kitchen. I've got a garden window that uh, I think there's a break in there or something. So water gets in there and it starts to make a mess kind of in the tile and stuff. So I went in there, scoured it all out, cleaned up everything. So the kitchen's a big one, even inside the oven. That's day eight. Moving on. Tackle your living room all in one day. Just that one room. Don't have to do anything else. Just the living room. Typically for people, if they have a formal living room, that's where your Christmas tree is. So that's Uh kind of a way to get that one set up. Then the next day, the dining room. Get your dining room, the tablecloth out, the nice placemats out, however you want to do that. Then on days 11 and 12, the main bathroom downstairs. Just do that one bathroom, right? Because your guest room's already done, right? Because that was the first thing you did. Now you're into the main bathroom. And then the last one on day 12, Christmas clutter. Now, throughout all of this, maybe you've been wrapping presents, uh-huh. trying to get you know stuff shipped off, so there might be boxes around, right? So on day 12, so that day 12 is going to be the Saturday before the fourth Sunday of Advent. So that's going to be December 23rd. But see, I'm always picking up like glitter all the way into Easter, Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God bless your friend who sends you those glitter uh, Christmas cards. Yeah, they go everywhere. They do. And I have it in my tree too, so yeah. I saw a Christmas card that was set up so that way you pulled uh, it you, you put it into the envelope in a certain way and it had a little battery so it made noise. Oh, sure, But yeah. this was kind of one of those trick ones so that way when you sealed it, you pulled the string. So that way when they open the card, it, it kind of opens and, and unleashes the noise, it won't shut off. So you send that to maybe oh. your least favorite person oh. in the world because they'll ha- they literally have to kill the card or let the battery run out. <laughs> That's cruel. Is that's that... cr- you. If you do that, you deserve a lump of coal. Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. I'd rather have the glitter than that particular card in my mailbox. I think so. Oh I my love gosh. getting the Christmas cards. I actually really like the Christmas letters, but too. one that won't stop. Yeah, no, I don't yeah, want one that no. won't stop. That's kind of ornery. Okay, Especially so if I, it's not I gotta get a nice started. The, there are a lot of things I gotta do. Okay, so yeah. remember, just today is the guest room. So if you don't have a guest room, you're off the hook. And I always will use a lot of fab- fabuloso. That is just got to have the got to have the fabuloso. If the house doesn't smell like fabuloso, it's not clean. It's not clean (laughs) for sure. Well, we hope that you really are able to spend these next two weeks getting that little bit of work done, but also remembering and really focusing these last few weeks on the reason for this season. We hope you enjoyed today's second cup. And it's 852 at Matra Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Hey, we have got something for you tonight. It is one of my favorite programs, Living Stones. Deacon Harold and Ken Hellenius are here every Monday night with a great way for us to go deep into our faith. You can catch that tonight at 730. Just one of the many great local programs we have for you. You can find those every night at 730 or anytime on the Hail Mary Media app from Matra Day Radio. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. 
set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 8.54 on the Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. One last look at weather. This drizzle and fog should be out of here by 10. Otherwise cloudy this afternoon, high 49. Cloudy tonight, a little chilly, low 39. Then tomorrow the sunshine rolls in. <gasps> I'm ready. I am ready too. High near 49 and we should have some nice days right here in the middle of the week. Right now, 47 here in Bridgetown. And closing out our show today, here's Village Lights and Christ Our King. You are listening to The Morning Blend on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
Notre Dame Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That is Village Lights and Christ our King. We survived, Brenda. Oh, my goodness. It is a Monday for sure. (laughs) It is. Let's please, please pray that we can get these uh, technical issues resolved. But uh, we'll just keep muddling through, adapt and overcome. That's what the Marines say. That's what what, that's what we do. Okay, we will. And you know what else we will do? We'll listen to Living Stones with Deacon Harold and Ken Helaney as they're coming up this evening at 730. You can catch their podcast on the Hail Mary Media app. We hope you have a very blessed day.